You are about to listen to Meet Mediocrity, episode 13. Today's episode will be a short one where I share my thoughts about the current state of world affairs in today's COVID-19 crisis. Since it's my podcast, I figured I could talk about whatever I want to, but I do put some limitations on myself. Since launching Meet Mediocrity, I have tried not to preach or pass myself off as an expert. I've tried not to be political or overly opinionated. I've tried to be supportive, positive, like an ordinary person helping ordinary people. In this episode, I'm going to try to continue to maintain these attributes, while at the same time sharing some things I'm thinking about and doing for myself. If they're helpful or interesting to you, great. If not, that's great too. Okay, so let's get started. Welcome to Meet Mediocrity, episode 13. I'm your host, Mediocre Mitch. Meet Mediocrity is a health and wellness podcast focused on ordinary people, helping ordinary people be their extraordinary selves. Over the past two months, my first two months of Meet Mediocrity, I've been very fortunate. I've been fortunate to have my sons help me get started by creating my catchy theme music, my cool logo, by giving me social media tips, and by being encouraging. I've been fortunate to have some very interesting and fun guests on the podcast, discussing and giving me helpful hints and ideas on things like fitness, diet, meditation, reading good books, and more. I've been fortunate enough to have my wife, Magnificent Meredith, Motivate me to keep on trying, especially when it comes to diet and fitness, especially when I am not motivated to keep on trying. Today we live in a COVID-19 world where people are spending a lot of time at home and have a lot of reasons to feel unsettled. Whether we are unemployed or our jobs are at risk or we're being furloughed, whether we have financial obligations that are getting harder and harder to meet, whether we have friends or family who are sick, whether we are sick or scared of getting sick, whether it's these things or other things, I know there are many, many reasons to feel unsettled. I know I'm feeling unsettled, and I'm generally a pretty well-grounded person who's kind of pretty together most times, but I'm feeling unsettled too. So I decided to use this episode as an opportunity to think out loud a little bit, share some thoughts that in some ways are unrelated, yet in some ways they're all related, related through this world health crisis. Let me summarize this conversation um, into three areas that I wrote down as I was planning for this conversation. So here they are. Number one, I'm going to talk a little bit about how our life circles seem to be getting closer as the virus crisis seems to be hitting closer to home for many of us. Second, I'm going to discuss what I'm doing every day to self-improve. And third, I'm going to cover this topic of how to connect with each other without being tone deaf. 
And I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by that a little bit later. So let me get started with all of this. First, many of us are dealing with losses of life through the pandemic. And it really, it really hits all of us, whether it's a public person whom we know only through their per- public personas, whether it's someone we know who lost someone close to them, or whether it's more immediate, close to us. I'm guessing that almost everyone knows someone who has lost someone to COVID-19. My family just lost someone very dear to us. Someone who really lived what I called in a prior episode, a life well lived. She was a great, strong, amazing woman. Someone who made us all feel special whenever we saw her or spoke with her. She was a very special lady. But she was older. She was susceptible to the virus. And when she contracted the virus, she succumbed rather quickly to it. And for all of these reasons, we and I get scared. We all get scared in one way, shape, or form. And I keep thinking, it can happen to anyone. Life is short. Are those who are dying, dying alone? How does that feel? What does it feel like? What does it feel like to them? What does it feel like to their loved ones? And I keep thinking, have I lived my life as well as I could have? Reflecting on my own life, as selfish as that may sound, it's something that continuously runs through my head. And, and, and it's the one thing I can control in a world that sometimes feels completely out of control at the moment. So that leads me to my second thought. I keep asking myself whether I could have lived or be living my life as, as, as well as I possibly can. And more importantly, what can I do now to make up for any lost ground? How can I make this crisis into an opportunity? How can I improve on things that I'm mediocre or pretty good at, but that I could be much better at? And it is in this that I feel like this COVID-19 health crisis could be a catalyst for positive change for me. Even though we're all getting touched in some way, shape, or form by the virus, the vast majority of people do not have the virus, and the vast majority of us are sheltering sheltering in place at our homes. That's my situation for sure, and I'm trying to think positively about how I can use this moment in time, this moment in my life, to better myself. There is a reason I think I'm able to use this crisis to be a catalyst and not something that paralyzes me, even though it's scary, even though I've lost a beloved family member. Here's the reason that I think I'm able to do this. There's something about this crisis that I'm finding to be unsettling, as I just discussed, but in a strange way, calming. Unsettling for the obvious reasons. Who knows how long it will last? Who knows who's carrying the virus? Who knows how we might be personally impacted? But the calming part is strange, and I've been thinking about it. Here's what I came up with. There's something to be said about a global crisis that is mankind fighting against mankind. I'm not speaking for anyone else, and I'm not speaking with any political motivation 
but I find human wars much more unsettling. Humans trying to kill other humans for political, religious, power, wealth, that creates real anxiety for me personally. But human beings working together, I, I know, I know there are limitations, I know it's not working perfectly, but generally speaking, human beings working together to fight off an unseen microbe gives me hope. And just speaking for me, I'm trying to tap into that hope to explore how I can be a much better human being. So what am I doing? Well, I'm eating way too much, so I need to stop doing that. I have adult children who have moved back home to shelter in place for the virus. And while I love the company, and I love good cooking, and I love great meals, I am eating way too much. So that one needs, the, that one needs some improvement. But enough about food. I am doing a decent job offsetting those calories with exercise. As you know, I've had some lofty ambitions in terms of events and races. And those events and races are rapidly getting canceled. I am, however, signed up for a virtual Olympic-length triathlon at the end of April. I don't expect it to be much fun since it's a solo event for people who are quarantined for safety reasons. But I'll do it alone. I have a goal on the calendar. It's helping me stay motivated. And when you send in your time and you send in that you've done it, you get a t-shirt, you get a medal. They don't count your time in terms of placing or, or you know winning an event, but it's something to do and it's a free t-shirt. I'm also doing some reading. I'd like to do more reading. The truth is right now I'm reading a book that I think is okay, but not great. And because of that, I'm getting through it really slowly, more slowly than I might normally do. And I'm more than halfway through it, so I, I won't stop until it's finished. I generally don't stop a book. If I don't stop a book after like 50 pages, I just push through it. I may not be the smartest thing, but that's me. So I, I'm doing some reading, but I could do more. I'm doing some meditation, but again, I'd like to do more. One of the most fun things I'm doing is I'm taking at least one or two runs per week. You've probably seen pictures on social media with my wife, Magnificent Meredith. She, Meredith runs usually faster than I do, although I did kick her butt on the Thanksgiving turkey trot last year, but that's a different story. She typically runs faster than me, so running with her is fun because it pushes me a bit. So it's not just about diet, fitness, reading, and, and meditation that, you know, is going to make me a better person. I'm trying to do some other things, like reaching out to family and friends a bit more frequently. I'm trying to spend time talking to my kids about their lives, their careers, their relationships, and how they can come out of this crisis as stronger people. I'm trying to learn new technologies, especially the technologies that are making us more effective virtually, like Zoom, like, like Google Meets, like using Jamboards, like Microsoft Team, um, WebEx. You know, I'm using these for work, but also in my personal life. Frankly, the biggest thing I'm trying to do, though, it's not about technology. It's not about diet or fitness. It's really about being an empathetic, being present, 
and being a more engaged human being. Which brings me perfectly to my third point. How not to be tone deaf in today's environment. So I didn't come up with this phrase, but it it came up in a conversation I was having today that was not work-related, but was with a bunch of interesting people that I met um, through social media and through a Facebook group that we were common members of. I keep hearing people being concerned about selling or soliciting during these trying times. It's interesting because at my work, one of the things I focus on is helping people design and prepare for effective client meetings. Many times these meetings are sales meetings or at least opportunities to get additional work from clients. Let me take a step back for a second. When this COVID-19 hit and everyone was forced to work at home, I saw so many people, including me, trying to jump out, especially at work, trying to jump out in front and be experts in virtual meetings. Use this technology. Turn your camera on. Set yourself with light coming from in front of you, not behind you. Blah, blah, blah. I saw so many emails and decks and guidelines about how to run a virtual meeting. They came from my workplace. They came from LinkedIn. They were posted on Facebook. It kind of started getting silly. Now, look, I I, I mentioned that because... It was people trying to promote themselves. And I agree, selling, hard selling, bold solicitation is probably tone deaf. It's probably not appropriate in, you know, the middle of the crisis that we're we're dealing with. But I do feel there's ways to sell and frankly to communicate with our fellow human beings that can be very effective whether it's a selling situation or a personal or a personal situation and it is in this that i like many of us think that i can make incredible gains in my humanness even for those of us including me that are generally pretty good at this let me tell you what i mean for me and probably many of us What we need most in this time of uncertainty is feeling supported and heard by empathetic, present, engaged human beings. In this situation, I'm seeing human beings banding together as one team fighting for the well-being of mankind. For me, it's finding a few minutes to really connect with others. I want to do more than just clicking like on social media. I'm trying to speak with more people, text more people, connect with people who I haven't reached out to in a while, and even if I am on social media, add more thoughtful comments rather than just a click. I know many of us don't have extra hours or hours upon hours to have long phone calls like everyone with everyone we want to, but if we can add 30 minutes a day of extra texts, extra comments, one or two phone calls, and truly be thoughtful, empathetic, and present, that would be a great thing. That is the great thing that I am looking to do. That's my goal, at least for now. A few more minutes, 30 minutes a day if I can. A couple of extra outreaches in a very thoughtful manner. If I can do that, and yes, have a few fewer cookies, and if I can continue exercising, reading, meditating... 
But more than anything else, I think that that empathetic personal connection is what will make me better. It'll make me feel better about myself for sure. It'll make me a better person and it will help me have an impact on my small little corner of the world during this crisis. Okay, so here's the wrap. If you enjoy the Meet Mediocrity podcast, please subscribe, please tell your friends, and please follow our posts on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please like our posts, share our posts, make comments, and tell your friends. And finally, until next time, this has been your host, Mediocre Mitch, wishing you to be happy, stay positive, stay healthy, keep smiling, and be well. Take care.